you're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your hosts, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. And hello, you're listening to Casual Swinger. I'm your host, Mallory. I'm that guy, Mickey. Hey, guy. How's it going? Well, you know, just kind of hanging out. It's time for another episode. So we're like, shit, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) You know what we could talk about? Let's talk about the fact that you were supposed to have a date this weekend, and instead we entered the red zone. Yeah. Yeah, the dreaded monthly. Fucking always grenades something like every month it doesn't matter it gets in the way yeah. of our fun of our sex of our social life that's right we're talking about and the my, episode that everybody dreads well and my sweet demeanor too it's affected uh <laughs> yeah a little bit the dragon comes out it's like oh no well, i mean no i just get a little sassy i'm like hey honey <laughs> honey i love you and you're like I don't know that that's exactly how it goes. So uh, we're just, I'm going to go ahead and preface this episode. Anyone who is uncomfortable with the subject, you might as well just turn it off right now. And I know we said we're going to do something fun. Trust me, we're going to do our best with the subject. Yeah, I mean, we're going to try and have some fun with it. I mean, and it is, you know, probably that thing that we all meticulously plan around to make sure it doesn't ruin our lifestyle plans. And here we are. And we, we're pretty good at this, right? I mean. We are. My body isn't, though. No, your body sucks sometimes. Yeah, she goes rogue. Uh, whenever she feels like it. So, I mean, but this is something that a lot of people um, in the lifestyle do have to deal with. Oh, yeah. um, some people have really great methods of mitigation. Um, but Like I a mean, cork? <laughs> yeah, exactly like a cork. We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Well, um, know. But like, you know, going on nude vacations like Keto and Desire and, you know, other resorts. Yeah, I mean, you just you just cut off the rip cord, right, for that, and you're good to go. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Let me handle the okay. <laughs> the dialogue on that side. Oh, all right. Well, um, anyway, but if you got a fun date planned with a new sexy friend, don't forget your Red Wings. Yeah, no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Not okay, but don't worry. We'll talk plenty more about that here in a little bit. And we have a Whiskey of the Month for April. And this shit's coming out in April. I'd like to point that out. I know. Good job. Yay, go Yay us. for us. Wow. <laughs> that was impressive. Next time you come, I want to use that button. (laughs) (laughs) Just blow a load all over your chest and you go, wow. Actually, it's kind of, it's children. (laughs) It's probably a bad idea. Never mind. Where do you think children come from? Anyways, I'm moving on. All right. So what have we been up to? We got back from a trip uh, to Virginia to see the Grand Spawn. Yeah, that was actually great because it snowed a week after we were there it was cold as fuck the whole time we were there and it snowed before we were there too so it decided not to snow thank you while we were there because i i I may have had a panic attack i just would have started throwing things at passersby like i'm so fucking mad it's snowing all the fucking time we had a great time we recorded in the cabinet and jesus criminy that kid is adorable oh she's super cute like it's and I, i i i get i get this feeling like okay everybody thinks their grandkid is cute but this is a really cute kid. 
And I'm like, and and I see some kids that look like Ross Perot or, you know, I don't know. They just, yeah. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Mickey Rooney. It's like, (laughs) you look like an old man and she's really cute. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. You're so cute. But you know, my daughter was cute too. And that she looks just like my daughter and she grew up to be an asshole. So I'm sure that that my grand spawn will too. Awesome. But you know, it's not a bad thing. And she likes us, which is really fucking awesome. Yeah. She's okay with me. Like, she doesn't really like me, per se. She just looks at me and goes, wow, you're funny looking, and starts laughing, so which I think is pretty cool. Hey, it's we'll take it. Actually, the same reaction that most women have yeah. to me. We're so fucked, though. Like, when she gets older, she's going to be like, hey, guys, uh, I want a pony. And we'll be like, babe, whatever you want. You want two? Pick your colors. Like, we're fucked. Oh, no. no. She's getting Her everything. parents are fucked. We're just going to send the ponies home with her. Oh, I'm going to have to. We won't, we're not retiring. We won't be able to afford being, to be grandparents. Anyway, to buy more ponies. Yeah, I, I really did like the cabin that we rented, though. I think, you know, it would have been a cool place to host some lifestyle friends. Actually, yes, with the exception that the floor above us was not insulated. It was literally just, like, wood. That's true. On frame. It was a straight-up so, cabin, like, with the stairs of doom and everything. The, so. the stairs were, do- yeah, filled with doom. That's, what, scary that's stairs. what the casual kid called it. But I would have totally hosted people up there. Yeah, I think 100%. it was neat. I mean, it's funny, though, because I think... The cabin kind of illustrated for me how different our lives have become since we moved to Florida. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Because mm-hmm. being up there and seeing everybody, it was nice. But we had like no lifestyle friends up there. None. I mean, except for like the Joneses and well, yeah, that, and but no friends. We, life no and... friends we didn't make uh, before. That's Casual actually was true. That's actually true. I think because we were so protective of our identities and anonymity. That, like, the friends we did make were very, like, hours away from us. Yeah. So, what I mean, of course, we have amazing friends now. Thank, you know, God and whatever. If there's a, uh, thanks, Spaghetti Monster. I don't know. I don't believe in God. But uh, when we talk about, you know, just making the friends we have, I think it's an amazing thing and really fortunate for it. But I just, we didn't have any back then. Of course, you know, we have all those cool people now, Adventure Couple and Sweet Life and all those folks. But Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely have more friends up there in the lifestyle now than we did then. Which oh, is crazy because by we like five thousand yeah. percent or whatever. Yeah. But, but back know. to your point, yeah, I totally agree with you. The cabin totally could have done a lifestyle event. I maybe could have held a séance. Like it was a little, little, it was a little weird. And we were getting spied upstairs. on. Which oh was my a god, I forgot up. about that. I did write that in the review for the Airbnb. Did you? First time Good. ever, I've gotten an email from an owner while we were there saying, "Hey, uh, we've seen a lot of cars come and go. How many people are staying there?" And I'm like, "Holy." Fuck, they're watching us. I was just naked outside. Yeah, because like, we, we were taking, taking pictures, pictures for 30 Days of Lingerie. So I'm like, oh my God, they didn't mention that. So hopefully they didn't oh, see it. Well, or, or they saw it and he's be... too busy whacking off. Yeah, so guys, it may be out there in the wild. I don't know there if they'll it post is. it. Or maybe they're just going to pray for me. because the beginning of, of Mallory's OnlyFans, folks. <laughs> there might be a lot of... Hot anyway. damn. Anyway. Nah, so. I think it was pretty cool, but we're traveling for work again. I've got five flights scheduled right now i looked at southwest today i have five different trips scheduled on southwest it has been like three years since i've had five simultaneous trips planned that's awesome i'm happy for you that means they're putting you to good use i mean getting you in front of people being a public speaker and all which is cool and i am really excited because i get to see some of our friends around the country right that's true you're really good about connecting with folks in the cities you're you're visiting well, I think they'd rather connect with you, but they will take me in a pinch. <laughs> I do think it's sweet when you visit and like, bring Mallory next time. Of course, that's what they I say. Love it. They're like, you're not nearly as cute as she is. No, that's not true. Everyone loves you. 
I, you're so amazing to hang out with, but it makes me do feel, cause Way I feel hotter. I feel, well, I hope it's more than that. I hope no, they just, it enjoy is. My you're fun to too. hang out with. I'm just right. anyway, anyway, since you keep cutting me off, I'll just stop there. Proceed. What? <laughs> cutting you off. I was just trying to say it was nice that, you know, people miss you and, and look for you and that, that sort of affirmation just feels good. So anyway. well, I love seeing them too. And you know, the nice part now with the stuff that we've got coming up in our world, you're going to have a little more time possibly to come with me on some of these trips. That's true. I am waving goodbye to my vanilla work. I don't know what comes next yet. Like this was a very hard decision to make and I'm stepping away from my vanilla job to work on some projects that you and I have mm -hmm. in the background here. Um, casual toys being among them. Yep. Casual toys and a couple other things that we can't discuss yet, but yeah. it's um, ex exciting and scary at the same time. I think so. it's really neat that the, the businesses that we've cultivated to serve the lifestyle because that's why we started casual toys was to serve the lifestyle, yeah. not, you know, to profit from it or anything like that, but that our businesses have grown. Our repeat customer base has grown. Uh, you know, the thing that I think I'm the most proud of with casual toys with, and again, this is just kind of a, a tangent, but you know, it, our, our repeat customer rate is over 60%. It's just crazy how awesome this community is. And I'm so thankful for it. Very much so. I would have never imagined the type of support we get today and i love how they still give us very honest feedback especially if there's areas of improvement and oh god yeah i love that that's so invaluable because you can throw a noodle on the wall think, thinking trying to think of things that'll make it better but from a user experience or, or perspective yeah like i i can't make that up yeah and if they're fucking mad at us they'll tell us oh 100 <laughs> percent, which is cool <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of community, PCAP is coming up and quick. <gasps> That's right. Oh my God. We're inside less than 60 days. It's got to be like 45 days or something. It's crazy, right? Less than that. Was that 40 some days. We're inside. We're inside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 70% sold out. We're inside 40 days now to podcast a Palooza. If you haven't done it yet, if you live under a rock, if you have somehow freed up your schedule, because that's the only reason you would not have booked PCAP at this point is if your schedule didn't allow it. That's, the, that's just it because it's fair. that good of an event. It's that much fun. The people there are that amazing. It's the only reason I can think of you wouldn't be done it already. Yeah, people are starting to post. I've seen sneak peeks of like uh, theme night outfits, which mm -hmm. I'm always obsessed with. And I've started to compile mine, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. So theme nights are going to be off the chain. I don't know For that I'm sure. doing theme nights this time just because I haven't even had a chance to think about it. But I would like to point out to everybody that I'm stone sober and said, be done it already. I don't know why I said it. It just came out of my mouth. So there you go. Enjoy that. I was just going to let it go. But since you pointed it out. <laughs> I just can't. But anyway. we do need warehouse space. Somebody had the bright idea to order, I don't know, what, a thousand pairs of sunglasses? Yeah, I believe I counted 800 cups and like a thousand koozies too. What are we throwing? Some kind of big ass party? Maybe. 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 But also, I think I'm going to take your, um, your, your drinking and shopping rights away. Yeah, I probably <laughs> should not drink and shop for swag for casual swag oh, and casual toys. But the koozies are badass. I, really I do like love those. the koozies. And they're going out with a lot of our orders. If you order Uber Luber condoms from us, we, we tend to throw koozies in because they're here in the warehouse in Orlando. So we, Yeah, I love those. Yeah, toss that in, which so, is pretty cool. Real quick, I have to just, and if we, you want to slide a little something in here for the toy store, I have been using the shit out of my rose, have you? by the way. Oh my God, I fucking love that thing. So for me, I've been using it like laying on my back 
Um, really? Which is unusual like, for you. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a belly masturbator for the most part. Fun fact, folks. Um, so much less fun to watch, by the way, guys, when she just lays on her belly and lays there till she comes. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, I'm not doing it for you. It's totally for me. And it's just a convenient spot and it feels good because then I can kind of like hump my hand. I, I don't know. Anyway, it's just my comfort. That's my usual preferred method. But I love the rose on my back because of the uh, w- the mechanism that it uses, the pulse. The percussive mechanism. The percussive, thank yeah. you progressive mechanism has for its shape i I don't know it just it feels really good and that motherfucker you you know i've only charged the thing twice really that battery life is ridiculous for a a cheap sex toy it's pretty awesome like it's like it fits in the palm of my hand like it's tiny but you know still got some girth to it like it's sizable so that's the only time that i'm going to allow you to say it fits in the palm of my hand it's tiny and not give you a hard time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I cup it and I know I'm making the hand gesture at you, no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. You look like about. you're making a T-Rex like shadow puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so can we do a special on those? Yes, we can. Because I'm, I'm just Day. a little obsessed with it. Sorry, go ahead. No, you can be obsessed. It's okay. You're a mother. Yes. And this is you're for Mother's Day. You're a motherfucker. Mother's <laughs> I am a motherfucker. But hey, we're going to run a special between now and Mother's Day on the rose. If you search for the rose on casualtoys.com, you're going to get the rose for $29.99 and you get free shipping on the entire order. Oh. So if you put a rose in your cart, you're going to get the rose for $29.99. And, that, and you can see it right there when you go to the rose. You just have to click add to cart from inside the bundle there and it will give you free shipping on the entire order as well. I love that. Well, look at you being generous and all. Because I usually have to spend, like what, moms. almost seventy sixty nine dollars right? Yes, it's normally it's 69 for free shipping. There but you go. since I love single moms, always have. You, know. you don't have to be a single mom to get the deal. Let me be Let me be very clear. Oh, all right. I yeah, was just but for a Mother's Day. get a date. Yeah, you've, I know you've supported single mothers for a very long time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, check out your rose on casualtoys.com. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think of it. I think it's a pretty cool little toy. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But if you, you know, PCAP, casual toys, it's kind of the, the normal rundown here, right? Yeah, guys, I mean, you should come on here and do our, our intro for us at this point. Yeah, everybody knows exactly <laughs> what we're going to talk about. But, hey, we're going to come back here in just a hot second, and we're going to talk about the Red Zone. And we have a lot of things to talk about the Red Zone. It's not just talking about, you know. Oy vey, yes. That stuff. Yes, we're not going to get too graphic here, but like, you know, talk about what it's like, mitigation, and um, just being honest about it. I'm trying not to get too graphic. Vampirism? <laughs> no, we're not talking no, about that. We're going to talk about that particular disgusting kink. Thank you. Uh, wow, look at you being judgy. I mean, mm. I don't want any part of it, but like, I wouldn't be. I cook my meat. Anyway. All right. Do you want to tell everybody where to find us? Yes, I certainly can. Thank you. I knew you were desperate for it at this yes, point. Yes, we I'm are. going to keep sitting here talking. Casual Swinger everywhere. <laughs> that is uh, casualswinger.com. Feel free to send us a message at podcast at casualswinger.com. If you'd like to say something nice about the show, feel free to do it on uh, iTunes. And if you don't, uh, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> and <laughs> we're also on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter, duh. Oh, by the way, Elon Musk bought that motherfucker today. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. No more shadow bands. Thank you, Uncle Elon, for saving us. Get some, Uncle Elon. (laughs) Anyway, and you can find us on the dating sites at Double Date Nation, uh, Cassidy, SLS, and SDC. 
There it is, folks. We'll be back in just a hot second to talk about the red zone. My friend Valerie, I'm going to gross her out completely. Can't wait for this. Let's do it. Back in a second. You've been listening to Casual Swimming. Welcome back after that short break. This is still Casual Swinger, and I am still your master of clitoris, Mickey. <laughs> well, hello, Mickey. That's what MC stands for, right? Yeah, master of clitoris. No. Very nice. Not I really. thought it was E-M-C-E-E. Oh. All right. Well, I'm just Mickey then. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I would totally second guess myself because I am not any spelling champ of anything anywhere ever. Actually, MC is short for master of ceremonies. Okay, so it is MCE. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh. but people spell it out E-M-C-E-E. Well, there you go. This is why you make the big bucks. I know, minimum yeah. wage, and it went up. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> I can afford Cheetos. Uh, so let's talk about the dreaded red zone. You know, Dreaded red zone. So, you know, I, I want to like say out of the lifestyle, events, parties, trips, blah, 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 people coming in, there's probably 20, 25% chance that it, me getting my period has impacted the environment or play at some point or the other, just from a statistical perspective. It, at a minimum, pretty 20, much hit the nail on the head because if there's four weeks in a month and one of them you're on your period, that is literally twenty five fucking percent of the time. I uh, look at you being all math like. Check me out, but you know, I as know. a guy, we've got this shit on lockdown, right? Because if we want to do lifestyle stuff, we just go. Uh, yeah, I'm free. You know what? And I think it's also why most of the guys hand the baton over to the woman so she can make the decision if that has to be a factor in the planning, right? I think that's part of why I look at you and go, hey, honey, are we free on, you know, December 7th? And you're like, yeah, but I'm going to be on my period. And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. We didn't like them that much anyway. Good <laughs> excuse. Go, go. Well, and that far out, so we're sitting here in April, so if you, like, even said June or July, I, I would be the meme of the blonde lady doing an, a ridiculous math equation, trying to figure this out. And even then, it's never right, because I'm never regular. Well, like, and it's never that simple, because you have your waxing schedule. Well, that's just it. Girls don't have it as easy as guys do. Now, you know, maybe if I, you know, start did laser which I, i'm not a prime candidate for i could try it and maybe it'll work but i'm not a prime candidate for it so there's my waxing schedule to consider can we record it when she's apps your pussy and put it on the air um i mean maybe that'd be great go ahead i, I don't know that's that interesting but maybe it will be um, if it hurts okay um it's my cycle but it's also like i'm the keeper of the family calendar too so like I don't have a babysitter or anything, but like the dogs, like who's going to watch the dogs if we go away for the weekend? You know what I mean? Well, this Saturday, we're like, hey, this couple wants to hang out. Yeah, let's go hang out with this couple. And I told the couple, hey, yeah, we'll come hang out with you on Saturday. And what does Mallory tell me? I took a turkey out of the freezer on Tuesday. So that turkey's got to be cooked on Saturday. So guess who didn't go out with a new couple on Saturday? Okay. Because we had a fucking turkey That's, in the freezer. No, 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 no. Two things. First of all. Fuck you for calling me out of my turkey. Turkey, turkey, turkey. I was craving it, period cravings, right? I was craving it earlier in the week, so I took it out, and it took longer to defrost than I anticipated. And I was happy to put it in earlier in that day, but we hadn't had plans finalized. And I'd structured it so we could still go out that evening. It just didn't work out. But I, uh, my ovaries demanded roasted turkey. I don't know why. I wanted it. 
Well, you made it. <laughs> I have a full-on fucking Thanksgiving it. fucking meal in here on Saturday night. <laughs> we I did. Mean, we had roasted carrots and stuffing and potatoes and gravy. And I'm like, did I fuck I... up? Did I like fall asleep and wake up and it was November? I mean, what happened? Well, so I think initially I had planned it for like Easter weekend and it just didn't happen. And Zombie Jesus then Day. I kept thinking about like I dreamt about the fucking food and I am 30 years old and how did I fucking not know this? <laughs> I've been having my period for 20 years. And, <laughs> okay, got it. and I didn't know that the dreams, the fucking uh, libido, like I, the night before I got, the day before I got my period, I have like 14 orgasms. Oh, yeah. You were straight up thunder horny. You were like, yeah. give me all the penis. Yeah. And these weird cravings. And I'm totally oblivious. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm surprised I got my period. Like, it did not put two and two together at no, all. No, clearly. Like, I didn't right. either because you kept chasing me around like there was my dick was chocolate <laughs> Give me that dick. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> slow down, Willy Wonka. Like, but it literally... I looked at you at one point. And I'm like, you have a date tomorrow. Get off me. Like, you're. I was like, I got it. this. No, I got this. Yeah, and then you'd end up not getting to go on your date. No, and then, yeah, and then I cried. I wah, cried before wah, I messaged wah. them and was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm off the menu. Well, and at least the roller coaster's yeah, closed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the roller coaster's closed. Amusement park's open, but only, you know, the northern side of it. What about the log flume? Is the log nope, flume open? Definitely not. Nope. We're not even going there. Come nope. on. No. There's nothing about butt stuff that turns me on, especially on my period. Like, I have to be in the right headspace to even consider it. Like, outside touching, licking, whatever is fine and usually welcomed in the moment. But, like, penetrative anal stuff, I just have to be in the headspace for it. It's not something that turns me on every single time and can, like, surprise me with it. And I'm like, ooh, that feels great. Surprise butt not, sex. Nope. Doesn't. Not my thing. Um, right. But like, well, especially you won't let me during do it anyway. But. Well, especially during my period, like, no fucking chance I'm into that. But it's, I digress. Well, Going. let's have some fun. Okay, right? Maybe because there are. So when we're, what are we talking about with the red zone? When we're talking about menstrual cycles and the lifestyle and how being on your period is it's kind of embarrassing for a lot of people and I it really people struggle with it yeah it, it, shouldn't be. it should not be as embarrassing or shameful as we make it out to be but it's hard not to feel that way well i think we look at it the wrong way we look at it as an inhibitor or some sort of blockade to the things that we want to do and the reality is we should be celebrating gentlemen the bitch ain't pregnant yeah <laughs> <sighs> Right? No. Okay, kidding. that's one way to look at it. No, and of course, I'm kidding. I don't refer to women as bitches. I'm just making yeah. a joke. But it is kind of exciting to know that you are not going to be a parent again yeah. and you don't have 18 years of kids to pay for. Yeah, so. I, I haven't had to worry about that in a very fucking long time. That's because yes. your blowjobs are so good that they never get to the vagina. That's true. That's exactly it, why. It's gargling, too. Gargling helps. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, let's talk about some names. Because here in is, America, we have about 5 billion names and I, for a period. I know. And I think everyone kind of has their own nomenclature to it that they've grown up with. And sometimes it's geographical or family-oriented or like even dated to the decade. And there's some really great ones. So around here, we call it Shark Week. That's right. It's always Shark Week. And what I love is when we call it Shark Week, I'm like, yeah, it's Shark Week. And like, oh, shit, I didn't even notice that. I didn't know you watched Discovery Channel. <laughs> I mean, they, and I look at them and I'm like, really? Really, Mimsy? That's what you got? Yeah. Yeah. And even like with the kids, it was like Shark Week. Wow. Right. Like, 
<laughs> and then, then they're like, I don't get it. Like, There's fucking blood in the water, okay? Yeah. That was the alabaster scrotum, by the way. He's like, I don't get it. What's Shark Week? I'm like, you're one of the smartest people I know. Did the sun get to your dome? I mean, really? Had to tell oh, him. Oh, that was harsh. Well, he's bald as fuck. He yeah. knows it. And I mean, All right, how about time of the month? That's pretty commonplace. Yeah, well, I think that's like the base. Like the demure base way. Yeah. It's my time of the month. Yeah. That explains why I'm being a thunder cunt and I'm angry at you. Okay. Okay. First of all, do you realize it is actually Shark Week and I will thunder cunt you right now. <laughs> so watch yourself, mister. But you it's, I, I think it's you. the demure way of saying it. And I can't, I'm offended by time of the month because it's so like, I don't know. People use it to in in a degradating way, I guess. Well, at I, times, I don't uh, know if it, someone is necessary. I think guys do it to justify why their oh, behavior should be acceptable to a woman when it isn't, and they go, "Well, it must be her time of the month," or and that's denigrating. Yeah, I, I would get that denigrating. Okay, but I don't think, generally speaking, I don't think it's a, a negative thing. It's like, hey, I don't feel good. I've got cramps. I'm not in a good mood. Uh, and it's my time of the month. That isn't denigrating, but when a guy says it about somebody to justify why they couldn't possibly be wrong, it, he couldn't possibly be being an asshole, it's got to be her, must be her time of the month. Oh, that when, absolutely when he, is insulting. Yes, and where, where they feel like she's being unreasonable. Yeah, like, oh. Oh, must be your time of the month. Ooh, right between the eyes. Yeah, pow, right in the Do kisser. Two-inch punch, bam. But, you know, one that's closely related to that and that you don't hear a lot is Uncle Tom's in town or Tom's in town. I've never heard that one, actually. And, and Tom is time of the month. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Light bulb just went off. I was today years old. <laughs> you were today years old when you learned that one? Okay. How about Aunt Flo's in town? Oh, Aunt Flo is definitely that's... the one. It's not great. <laughs> I heard that actually in health class in middle school. Really? Aunt Flo, yeah. Yeah, Aunt Flo's in mm -hmm. town, Grandma's in town. Yeah, a little more, like, raunchy would be what on the rag. Oh, God, yeah. Which, I don't even know what the etymology of that one is. Well, but, like, on the rag, did people, like, literally, like... Use rags. Use an old rag, or... Yeah. I mean, yes. what did they do yeah. before that? Did they Cot use a sheep? Cotton scraps. Just grab a sheep and ride it oh, into Oh, do you town? want the history of, like, sanitary napkins and, like, feminine hygiene? Can you keep it from losing listeners by mm, grossing them the fuck definitely out? Definitely not. This is if we want to grenade the entire podcast and never have another human listen to us again, but I will give it to you. No, no, I think we're good. Go okay, ahead and we'll, look it up we'll, on Google. Yeah, we'll give you the Google link in the show notes. There you go. Take All the right. Google link and be happy. All right, here's one. This is, I like this one. Crimson Tide. Sounds like, isn't there a movie called Crimson Tide? Yeah, it's a submarine and everybody it, like isn't dies. There, isn't there like an SEC football team? That is That's also of? Alabama. Yeah. They're the Crimson Tide. So they're that basically a bunch of tampons. Yeah. That's what I think of Alabama <laughs> Roll right <tide>. there. <laughs> Bama's a bunch of used tampons. Okay. We're committing By the way, this, I'm a Clemson fan. So for committing this for, in, for integrity here because the start of the fall season I'm literally, we're going to do a gif, and I'm going to roll tampons across the floor and roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. That's fucked up. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, I know we probably got some Bama fans out there that are listening and going, yeah, fuck you, Mickey. But oh. you know what? You can yell, fuck me, in the national championship game. That's when you can. Because I know your fuckers will be there, and hopefully the they're Tigers will be there. there. Yeah, they're always there. Yeah, fucking always there. That's Anyways, here's a hippie one. What about your moon cycle? Oh, how crunchy How you. Stevie Nicks of you. Are, are you going to, like, rub some stones on the side of your forehead and yeah. dance under the moonlight? 
Yeah. I hear moon cycle and I go, you don't wear a bra. No. Well, well I mean, I don't either half the time either, but. No, you, oh, sh- you definitely yeah. shouldn't. You have like fantastic gravity defying titties. I fucking hope so. We paid good money for these. Yeah. We literally paid money to fight gravity. Yes. Should I break into song? Yes. I was going to say, <laughs> let's sing Wicked right now because Now's we have time. amazing voices. Not. <laughs> Clearly not. How about this one is just a lie. Mother Nature's gift. Yeah, that one can fuck the fuck off. Moving on. It is a gift. It's for whom? Don't you feel a gift every time this happens to you? No. No, I think you spelled murder wrong. No. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh code red. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's something I've like whis I can I know I've whispered to a girlfriend like code red, you got a you got a pawn in your bag? You got, really? You got a nappykin? Yeah. No, I've never said Just a fluffy little cloud hanging out in a plastic insertion device. Yeah. By the way, we know the guy that invented those. Actually, we do know an engineer that assisted on a specific type of tampon and brand, and I won't call them out because I don't know if, like, they're in WITSEC or something. Right. But, like, he he invented the launcher that, like, fires this thing into the beeve. No, not the launcher. It's a specific, like, um, the string and, like, the... Anyway, I don't... don't, know that we can go in the schematics of it but yeah it's I a specific there's a brand or something there's a patent on it yeah i was like that's kind of cool i think he designed it like a i think he used a design for a german hand grenade and that's exactly what you know just that because if you pull <laughs> yes. if you pull it then something explodes yeah. and people die oh and, and he's got a great line it's something like um i've been in more vaginas than any other man you've ever met and you're like i'm sorry what oh yeah he actually did he said that to us at dinner yeah like, yeah and my probably, hands have been in more vaginas than any man you've ever known and i'm like ew I was like, uh, did you wash them? Are you a gynecologist? Yes. Hmm. No. Anyway, what about uh, the curse and the dot? The curse and the dot. The How curse. The that's, girl flu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that one. That's that's a little, no, that's negative. I don't like that. The curse is something my grandmother would say. No. The dot I get because like the period. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's like a party, but all right. This is one of my favorites. Riding the cotton pony. Never have I ever heard anyone say that. So I feel like this one's a fucking lie. What? It's awesome. Are, is that what you're going to start using around here? That's right. Okay. Well, are you going to ride the cotton? How about just don't kill me? That's what I call it. Please don't kill me. Yeah. This one I, I'm going to call a little bullshit on. Checking into the red roof in. <laughs> the fuck? Checking into the red roof in. Yeah. That maybe if you're going to hit it while she's yeah. on her period, then that's what you'd be doing. <sighs> Yeah. I'm sorry, I choked on air there. Um, Carrie, I've heard. Yeah. How about the Red Wedding? If you're a Game of Thrones fan. Oh my gosh, that one's an easy one. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you've seen Game of Thrones, then you know what the Red Wedding is. Yeah. And uh, the last one. You want that one, Mel? Sure. I've no. I don't. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Actually, I have said it. Don't give me that look. Okay. It's Just a crime the- scene down there. Fuck you. All right, so I'm I'm going to f- fuck you up and we're going to go ahead and give a summary of that story real quick. Oh, go right ahead. Okay. Go ahead and go ahead and tell this story because so, you are the villain here. All right, the I'm going to preface this with I am very unpredictable. I have never been able to take oral or implanted contraceptives. We'll get into that later. So, my prophylactic options have always been abstinence or condoms. Okay. Okay. And abstinence has yet to work for me. I don't um, think it's ever worked for you, <laughs> like, ever. And my period's really irregular. And again, I am 30 years old, and so I still don't fucking know by any amount of predictability when my period's going to come. And even the identifiers are beyond me. I'm a fucking moron. 
Um, so we had just started dating long distance. You come down for a visit. And uh, I, w- I wanted that dick so fucking bad. You met me in the driveway. I did. Basically shirt cocking it, except it was shirt pushing it. I don't yeah. know what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I literally only put a t-shirt on to come outside and greet you and drag you into my bedroom. You were like, we're fucking now. I'm like, oh I've been God. driving 14 hours. My balls smell like a cheese truck. I didn't care. I was like, you just have to lay there. I am taking it. So. And you took it. I did. I mean, like, round after round after round, hammering it. So we don't traditionally have sex with lights off because you're a very visual person. However, my son, who was very small, very, very small at the time, had just fallen asleep. He had. Um, He had gotten up from a nightmare, like, whatever. He had been up late. Um, Just got him back to bed, so we're fucking with the lights off. And, I mean, we're just going to town, and I'm so wet, and it's great, and, oh, my God, it's so good. I beat that ass like it owed me money. Yeah, and, whew, I was like, I feel, I got the dick down. I was, I'm going to use a friend's term, I was digmatized. <laughs> I was totally digmatized. Until the lights came on. You turned the lights on. Have you it, guys ever seen the TV show Criminal Minds? I have. Are you picking on me? You're so fucking picking on me. I'm just saying. Well, Criminal Minds is your jam. So I've seen it about 62,000 times every episode in perpetuity, and it'll happen again because you can't watch a new show to save your life. But when we watched Criminal Minds, I saw these guys, they always seem to walk into a crime scene and spray luminol on everything, and then they turn the lights off, and then you see what happened. And it's I this. pray to God no one ever uses luminol in that room ever again because when we turned the lights on, it was horrific. It was like someone slaughtered cattle in that room and then drew in it on the walls with their hands. So you went a stark shade of white. Yeah, I about died. I, I thought panicked. you were dying. I, I know. You were like, oh my God. What happened? Like, you thought I was injured, and I'm going, oh, my God, I'm fucking mortified. I thought I, I know literally exactly killed you is. with this penis. Yeah, literally. I thought it was the end. You were you dying. I had fucked you to me. death. You like, were inspecting my body to see where the blood was coming from. I was like, I can tell you where it's coming from, and it's not anywhere around my armpits or my ankles. You were like, covered no. in blood. It was awful. There were handprints on the walls. It was hands down the most embarrassing moment I'm of going, sex are you, I had. Uh, okay. Uh, I love no, you. Uh, I'm I sorry. Say, uh, I will say you... You didn't make me feel bad until we had cleaned it up. My panic had subsided, and you started laughing your ass off. Like, we cleaned the, like, stripped the sheets. The like bloody handprints washing. on the walls where I had my hands above you because we were doggy style. And, and I my, my tiny wall, ones below you. And your little you. hands were right above the pillow. And the four perfect bloody handprints on the wall, we turned the light on. I'm like, I, we were never going to be able to sell this house. We're yeah. fucked. Yeah, it was bad. It was absolutely. I know, no, I don't know how many coats of paint we put on that wall, but it'll still show through. Oh, it was, yeah, it was horrible. And I'm embarrassed now just retelling it. It's all your fault, by the way, like because you all you had to do is be like, "Hey, this could be a thing," and I'd be like, "No problem." I I love blowjob week. I and you know what? We've had blowjob week for a very long time since I met you. Um, It's like the that's our that's our little way of saying. (laughs) I'm sorry that I can't acknowledge the identifiers that. Should lead me to believe that it's imminent, like it's coming. But like I'm on the 28 to 38 day schedule. Like who fucking knows? Roll the dice. Right. Like it's it's a coming at some point. You're <laughs> gonna have gonna happen somewhere between 10 and 12 of these this year. Maybe nothing. 
Nothing could happen. We're We've had the skip-ems, yeah. which the skip-ems scare me because Very then I'm much like, so, especially if we played that month, and I'm like, great. No, no, I'm not even scared of that at this point. It's now I really don't know when the fuck this motherfucker's coming. Because <laughs> I've had the phantom random like two, three days and in, in between when I've skipped, and I'm like, ugh. All right. So complicated. And then I go, WebMD. Oh, my God. I, I have this horrible disease. Never look at WebMD. You're yeah. always dying on WebMD. Yeah. It's, it's just how it goes. But you know what? So we talked about names for it. But what we didn't do is take care of our friends in other countries. I had nothing to do with this. Absolutely nothing. This is all Mickey. Uh, but I will admit, so we're not nearly as creative as like Europe, for example. Oh, France is the best. Like France has so many great names for period that it's it's outrageous. China's boring as shit. Yeah. But France has it on lockdown. Germany's pretty good, but All right, so are you gonna say it in both languages? All right, so I'll take a swing at it, then I'm gonna play the Google Translate for you guys. And then I'll tell you what the translation is. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's start with German. All right, so, and I, I just pick like one or two from each of these languages. There's a bunch of them. Google it if you want to. They're hilarious, but I picked one or two because, you know, we only have so much time. So the Germans call it die Rote Pest. Die Rote Pest. Or the Red Plague. Very obvious and on the nose and very German of them because everything, let's I'm, and, and I'm sorry, anyone who speaks German, but everything sounds like very serious and like very angry when they speak sometimes. So like the red plague makes sense to me. I think the so. Red plague. Yeah, yeah, it's like everyone look out. The red plague is coming. Oh, no, that's just mom. She's pissed. Now, the French, oh, the that's French confusing because like French, the language is the opposite. Like when I hear it being spoken because I, I can't speak it. I took a year of it and I, I cannot speak it whatsoever. Everything sounds so, so elegant and, like, sexy, and it's not. Oh, but see, when I read these, I cracked the fuck up because I do read these in, like, a French accent that it's all, like, elegant, like you said, and, and really sophisticated. And then when I read what it actually meant, I was just dying. The first one was my favorite, probably my favorite one of the bunch, <laughs> right? And I don't do French. I never took French. I don't do French accents, which is why we're going to play this from Google Translate for you. But it's, uh, was it... Vagin element or 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 Our. service? Yeah. Our service. <laughs> Vaginalement or service. <laughs> Which is VHS for short, and they call it VHS. They will not actually speak it out in France. They just go, it's VHS. Vaginally out of order. Which I just thought was the best thing ever. <laughs> the shit's shut down. Okay. So you pull her panties down and it's got the little sign. Out of with order. Like, and the R's are backwards. Like it's just hanging there. Yeah, it was like written in crayon. <laughs> it's backwards, but that one was great. And uh, let's see. Oh, the other one is great, too. You want to take a swing oh at this Oh, my gosh. One? You're going to make me. I, I'm horrible. I'm going to sound like Peggy Hill trying to speak Spanish. You know that, right? Oh, that's pretty great. Go ahead. No, I can't do this. Les Anglais ont débarqué dans ma culotte. Les Anglais ont débarqué dans ma culotte. <laughs> I don't know what that is. The British Army has arrived in my panties. The redcoats are coming. The redcoats are coming. Actually, that, nobody's coming. No one's coming. If you look at me and say, the British Army has arrived in my panties, I'm going to be like, you're a busy girl. Uh, I think you found some from the Italians, too. 
Oh, very much so. And I definitely can't do this one. But the Italians are surprisingly more reserved. The Italians said semaforo rosso. Semaforo rosso. Red light. Green light. No, no, no. Red light. <laughs> Stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 and do not get any on yet. Okay, just from a cultural perspective, isn't it funny that red in every, most cultures means stop, bad, don't? Like, red is like, do not pass. Do you think that comes from maybe? Well, see, that's one of my issues with Canada. Paris. Well, in, in specific. At it, it. No, it's Montreal. It's, well, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, like Montreal. When you go up there, it's just, it's Quebec as a whole. Let's just, it's fucking Quebec. So in Quebec, stop signs don't say stop. They say arrête. And I think that's the dumbest fucking thing in the universe because if you go to France, do you know what stop signs say in France? They say fucking stop. Big let S-T-O-P in English. They only say arrête in fucking Quebec. Why is that? Because they're know. assholes about French language in Quebec. I don't know why, but they are. And everybody that we know that lives in Quebec, including like Honey Spoon, those guys, yeah. think it's funny too. They're like, yeah, we're dicks. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they just they get it. I, I think it's hilarious. This is one of my favorite ones in the Danish, which I'm Dutch and Danish by like heritage. So like I have some fucking Viking blood and then I have my cute little Hollander blood. What kind of Danish are you? <laughs> cream. Delicious cream Danish. Yes. Cream and cherry. Oh. Anyway. All right. Why am I hard um, right now? So I need you. I need you to try to say it in Danish and then I want to tell the people what it means. Oh, my God. What? First of all, why, why do the Danes use so many K's in their common speech? Uh, well, because I don't know. Vikings. Okay. Shit. Vikings. If I there's don't know. a K in Viking. That makes sense. There's a lot of consonants. Communister i Lithuset. Communista i Lysthuset. <laughs> there are communists in the gazebo. Okay. There are communists in my gazebo. Okay. I can appreciate the fact that they're like, yeah, communist, negative, negative connotation in our culture. I can appreciate that. Communism is so bad that it is a bloody pussy. But why is my pussy a gazebo? Maybe it's, what a, is it's a gathering place for friends. <laughs> it's a communal meeting space. Your pussy is the communal meeting space until the communists <laughs> arrive. And then everyone runs for Seek the hills. shelter in my gazebo. That's great. Is that your clitoris? Is your clitoris the roof of the gazebo? <laughs> yeah, because take, is, shelter, yeah, sure. take shelter under my yeah. clitoris. That's fine. You got a bunch of these in here. Let's, I, do, let's I, do one or two more because I don't want to bore the people. Well, I kind of want to get into like the mitigation. Yeah, we'll get there. But I kind of love the Chinese. The Chinese really made me happy. And that, by yeah, the way, how do you say that? Because there was like a... Symbol, uh, symbol, uh, symbol, symbol, symbol. Some fucking figures. I don't it's know. Like, it's like a jumping jack and like a, a guy throwing a punch. Oh, yeah. And then, and then some guy, doggy style. Uh... Well, I was going to say it looks like a closet organizer. Yeah. And the Chinese say, not convenient. That's Fair. what the symbols mean. Not convenient. Now, do you hold that up like Wile e. Coyote when he wants to fuck a Bam. Not convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does that work? <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. Here, hold it, this anvil. It reminds me of like, I have a headache. <laughs> not convenient. How about what? the Japanese? I love the Japanese one, by the way. Makes no fucking sense at all, but I, I love it. I, 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 need, I wanted to fucking Google this because I want to call you on your shit. But it says it's a bunch of symbols. More symbols. <laughs> Japanese do symbols, too. Perirai-ko. The arrival of Matthew Perry. What the fuck? 
And only one of the friends showed up. I don't understand what Matthew Perry has to do with Japanese periods. Well, poor Matthew Perry. Like, of all the friends, he was the one identified as period. He's the bad guy. Your menstruation. He's menstruation. He is the one no one wants to see. I don't get it, Mm. but Matthew Perry is is that. And, And it's just crazy. Now, the Spanish have a couple as well. We're almost done here, so. Uh, estar del tomate. Estar del tomate. Meaning, be like a tomato. And it also means <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Same thing. It's a euphemism for crazy, but also that you're on your period. Be like a man. It's like the cat that got the butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Portuguese. Estar de boi. Estar de boi. Alludes to the sacrifice of an ox. In a slaughterhouse. That paints the right visual. I think. That's pretty on point. Right. But anyway, anyway, guys, enough with all these things that the monthly is referred to around the world. Now, how in the hell do we deal with it here at home, Mallory? Okay, okay so you just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> See what I did there? No, not willingly. <laughs> Actually, you're for the most part, you're you're pretty good. I think you you've been understanding and supportive, especially in reference to lifestyle events like going to a nude resort. So oh, that yeah. that I do appreciate. Well, and I'm not going to make you feel worse, right? Because you can't control it. Right. So if we get there and I'm like, oh, you ruined my whole fucking vacation because you're on your period. You know how that would make you feel? That'd be terrible. Oh, my God. I would cry and then I'd want to kill you. You'd probably kill me then cry. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I, I start with anger and then I close with the sadness. You go. That's on brand for me. Full on. Um, yeah. But I mean, the point is like, does this get in the way? And you know what? Fucking A, sometimes it does. You know, and it's how you're how you deal with it that... Uh, precludes the outcome. Yeah. And, and it's almost not fair, I think, because I don't think there's a guy in the world that would turn down a blowjob or a hand job if, if some sort of play started. But it's just like all the work is on you and there's no real benefit. Well, and that's, I think that's up to the individual. And, you know, if it doesn't necessarily mean for me specifically that play is kaput, it really depends on how I'm feeling. Because sometimes I, I feel, I don't feel well, you know, it, I feel gross and like, ill to some degree especially like the first day sometimes and yes it it could put a wrench in in the play but also sometimes i'm super horny and like the amusement park's still open just because the south end is closed for maintenance doesn't mean the the north end we talked about that no it is not that is everybody heard it they'll agree with me i cannot have witnesses to your death so i'm just gonna move on here (laughs) um so do we get around this personally you and i is there really any well i think there's two ways of talking about it right because when we talk about you know going down to a place where you're going to be naked right because at hito naked means naked right when you're on the nude side that means nude nude. if you're on the rag or not doesn't matter right and there's there are methodologies that i have used to be nude in those areas and so this may grow some people out but you know what it is what it is it happens and there's plenty of girls that go through this that want to still participate and be part of the the hype and the party and mm-hmm. the area and i mean i've i've used the diva cup which is an insertable mm-hmm. you know uh cup to help catch all that stuff and but i mean you've I've, been on the, your period down there before and no one's ever known it right because you no, like you cut I, off the rip cord and do the buffalo bill right well <laughs> Wow, your analogies are really on a, off to the left a little bit this week. Um, Sorry. I don't, maybe I'm a little sensitive, but yeah, no, I have um, affixed my uh, tampon to where you can't see anything. So yeah, I shorten the string. Eliminating the string is always a bad idea 
Because depending on how long your vagina is, it could take some hunting to go get that fucker back. Oh. So you want to be very careful if that's something that you've never done and haven't done before, that it's a manual retrieval. Right, because salad tongs are hard to find at Hito. Um, no, I'm sure they're fine, but if you've never, um, yeah, unless you're comfortable with forceps oh. effectively, um, I, that's frowned upon. They're not uh, salad. But I have, I have used them and I, that's actually a trick that I learned from someone at the resort because I surprisingly started it. I was super sad and they were like, here, you know, be careful, but blah, blah, blah. This is something I do and fucking A, it works. You know, the girl tribe's kind of the bomb at places like Hito and, and there, there's no one who's more understanding of your situation than an, than other girls who have been through it or on it at the same time. Like, they are so got your back, even if they're, like, the nastiest of women. Like, they still have your back. They're like, oh. So, for me, I think I mentioned this earlier, I've never had an opportunity to mitigate it to where I can pl- either plan it out through oral implanted or other contraceptive my estrogen levels have always been so high that I can't. I'm I'm completely ineligible for them, along with a couple other hormones that have always been wonky. It started when I was a teenager, and I was like, wow, these make me, like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and I don't feel like myself. I almost feel, like, medicated, and then, like, someone, like, pulled my string, for lack of a better term. Like, I was very inconsistent in my moods, and it turns out that I was – wildly unbalanced on my hormone levels. So I've been dealing that with that pretty much ever since. And I'm yeah. on hormone therapy now, which I still have to watch my estrogen levels because it has cancer risk factors. Sure. So again, I've never had a predictability factor to where I can plan dates and vacations. Like it, it may be what it is. When we had Justin Derrick visit, I had rando six days early like, I knew I'd get it during the trip, but it came, like, five or six days early, and I'm just like, fuck the fuck off. Right. Your your period has cursed us with Jess and Derek, by the way. I know. I think. <laughs> like, three trips in a row. I can't even right now. I swear. Like. like it's at the <sighs> point where they're like, I don't think they like us anymore. I got it. Fucking hope not. Like, no, my ovaries are bitches. Right. The like rest they're... of the swinging world knows it's what we think of Iowa. But sabotage. They, they're a little worried. It's, it's sabotage. Um, but there are options out there if, you know, someone is eligible for oral or implanted contraception. That is a way to skip or mitigate your periods. It does come with some risks, right? Just like anything else. Um, age, lifestyle, overall health, uh, frequency of use, um, and your your own body chemistry all come into play for those things. So, um, but, but some girls are out there. Like, I've met girls that have been in oral contraceptives that haven't had a period in four years. However... They may get like spotting and bleeding in between or during sex sometimes, especially with the IUDs. Mm. So that's something to consider um, if that's a route you're going down. Um, but now, IUDs I mean, worry me because you can feel them as a guy. Like you bang against it. You're like, what is that foreign object in there? I can feel it. And that's not okay. Is that it freaks you out a little a bit? A lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it. Right. And then you hear from somebody who's like, I haven't had a period in four years. And that's where the, there, there's another Chinese, no, I think it's Russian. Actually, there's a Russian translation uh, for on your period that is smells like fish. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. That's horrible. Oh, there was a no bunch more, of them that we didn't include. No more with the sayings. Um, but I mean, overall, like not even just like hiding it, like hygienically, like we were talking about, like on the resorts and if you're nude, but also physically, like I don't necessarily look cute my first day. Like there's, there's bloating. And other things that Maybe go you weigh on. 80 pounds, so you bloat to 81. I Big bless deal. You. I bless you. 
bless you. But even if it's psychosomatic, I still feel it. So like I've learned, you know, some, some tricks and tips to help mitigate that a little bit, like anti-inflammatory meds. Okay. Like if you're, if you can take that, like naproxen, Advil, ibuprofen, um, aspirin, anything that's an NSAID, for me, it does help eliminate some of that muscular inflammatory response that some girls get. Um, And also like just eating well, like I, I have digestive like um, issues anyways. Like I've, I've had to go completely gluten free in the last couple of years because of that. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed if I increase my fiber and I reduce my dairy and and I eliminate sugar, that actually helps me with my blow and my pain factor. Because I've had a lot, like usually the first 24 to 48 hours are so painful that like, if you get three words out of me during the day, like you're lucky. Well, I I think you make an interesting point too though, because for lifestyle resorts or travel Mm -hmm. vacations, you have a longer period of time with which where you might have a few days where it isn't there or a few days where your, your period's ended and right. it's not a thing. But when you go to like a lifestyle party or you go to a swinger club or something like that, it's a one night only event. So it can really mess that shit up, right? Yeah. And I mean, as a girl, my advice is if you're uncomfortable, don't engage. Like put your comfort first. I think that's very important because even if we try to soldier on, sometimes you put yourself in, in situations where you don't feel you don't feel your best. And when you don't feel your best, you know, it can ensue a little anxiety, panic. And then from a social perspective, if you are making connections, friends, or trying to find future playmates, like that could be a hindrance. It's okay to put yourself first in those environments. Right. And at least that's my my creed. Yeah. Here. And you can look at any of these people and go, guys. I would love to hang out with you. I definitely want to do this, but the communists are in my pants and <laughs> it's, it's not going to work out. Well, and time. for us at lifestyle parties, regardless of if I'm on my period, like we don't go with the intention of playing that evening. It's happened maybe once, maybe twice the whole time we've been in life. Yeah, we're not lifestyle club players. We're not some club or party players for the most part. It takes a... Almost never fails. Um, if we go and you're on your period, we meet... We meet the perfect couple. couple. The perfect fucking And they couple. live in, you know, outer Mongolia, and they're only here for one night, and they're leaving again the next day, and, and then I never just, see them again. I start doing my blowjob exercises, and I go, we're soldiering on. <laughs> you know, swing clubs is kind, of, is kind of like the same thing. Lifestyle parties, swing clubs, whatever. It's a challenge, and every time I've seen somebody mention this is their condition, they just kind of shrug and look away I like think, they're broken, and this bothers me. Yeah, personally. this is kind of like the crux of the, the episode for me, because women feel ashamed when they have to explain it like 99% of the time. Like, yeah. I can't, I'm on my period. And they look down, they don't make eye contact. Well, you know, they, I they think it, there's two things that happen. Yeah. The first thing that happens is they either feign disinterest or they sit in the corner and they don't talk to anybody and they look miserable because they probably feel a little miserable, but they're also upset that they feel like they can't engage. And then if you do force them to engage, my extroverted ass goes over there and is like, hey, come on, let's have a good time. (laughs) Be my friend, be my friend. Yeah, you, I want to play with your titties. (laughs) And they're like, no, I'm on my period. And they get all Eeyore about it. And like, I lost my tail. And I got to tell you something, fellas, this is my thing to you guys for this episode. We have an opportunity, all right? This sucks. When anyone feels like they're broken and it's not their fault, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to make them feel beautiful and valuable and interesting. And just because she's, you know, got the red coats in her shorts is not a reason to make her feel broken. 
We can still celebrate them. We can still make them feel attractive. And I promise you, if you make somebody feel like they're part of things and still valuable and still interesting and still beautiful, the next time you see them, they are going to suck it dry. They are going to make your day. <laughs> I think you just um, made a promise to people that may not scale, but I think it's solid advice, though. And thank you for saying, hey, you can still make them feel good. That's our job. Protect you, make you feel great about yourself. Those are the yeah. two things we're supposed to do. And I think it's easy. And, and honestly, I don't know that it's necessarily us. I mean, I'm over here making a bunch of crass-ass jokes and probably lost every woman listener we ever had with some of the things I've said this episode. But, you know, the idea is to make somebody feel beautiful, you have to make them feel like they're not broken and that it's not a big deal. And I think the important thing, if you're going to make a joke, especially, you know, the red coats in your pants, the communist in your pants, you know, uh, not, not convenient. convenient. <laughs> yeah, not convenient. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to walk out of the bedroom the morning of my period and look at you and just put my hand up and go, not convenient. That's going to be great. But the, the idea of it all, though, is that it's not a mockery. It's a support that we're trying to provide. And this is not mockery. We're not mocking anybody's feelings or issues. Trust me, you know, poor Mallory has been through hell with some of these things she's been through, especially in our lives, going to parties, going to clubs, going to Hito. We've run into all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's never been a mockery. It's been like, you know what, let's make the best of this and have some fun, have some well, laughs and, and move on. And that's just it. Like, I, I have to make it about the people and not the act because if I only make it about the act, then, yeah, I'm going to have a shit time three to six days that week. And it, I, I don't want to grenade that. Like, we have limited opportunity. We're never guaranteed tomorrow. So I want to maximize it. And it is an opportunity to still engage at different levels, even though that this isn't become an encumbrance or a burden, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that people who are comfortable with the quote-unquote red wings... <laughs> can't do it i know you have a problem with blood in general as a practice so for you to participate in sex while a woman is menstruating is totally off the books for you i get that i respect it don't need it personally because most of the time i don't feel well enough to actually engage in intercourse criminal minds that's all i want to say criminal minds (laughs) and i also fucking ruined you like i think i've convinced you of sour shower sex like maybe twice towards the end um, and that's it. And you're not a big shower sex guy anyways. Yeah, not really. Uh, Water's not a great lube. But, you know, a- again, there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with period sex. Like, I think it's the mess that is the biggest turnoff for, especially, uh, you know, a couple. I don't know a lot of people that play in the lifestyle with that circumstance in play. It's not a pull I've ever thought to take. That's a different level of comfort beyond, you know, fluid bonding and all the, you know, higher levels of comfort you can yeah, have. Yeah, I, I, I can't say that... I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's extremely, incredibly rare. Ugh. Okay. But I, I digress. Go ahead. No, I just... I was going to say it's happened to me, right? Like, uh, one of the IUD, you know, because I, I hit it hard enough that, you know... The, they were bleeding and uh, my brain went to uh, from a safety perspective you know contact with with uh, a lot of you know bodily fluids is is going to happen on some level but that's a that is the bodily fluid that's the one right? well you've broken the barrier yeah so you've gone mucosal to bloodborne yeah and that from a pathogenic that just perspective me the fuck yeah. out when it happened i'm like yeah. oh no I, I i don't know that i can ever do this again like i'm totally weirded out by it uh, but I did not make her feel that way. I made nothing of it, but I kind of walked away and 
probably thought about it for two days. But you know what? Some guys do it, and I think there there is kind of a stigma about it for some, but I don't know that it's a rite of passage anymore, right? Guys used to be like, do you got your Red Wings? Yeah. Yeah, I remember guys talking about in, like, high school and college, like, like the Red Wings, mm-hmm. like, and it's something guys discussed. The red and badge they were of very, courage. And they, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say they were very polarizing. You had the faction of the guys who were like, ooh, no way, dude. And some guys that were like, yeah, I got mine. Like, it was almost like a point of pride with them. And it was always very And a very free strange. barf bag with purchase. Well, and it's just like, now looking back, you know, several years later, um, yeah, sure, we're years. <laughs> toxic masculinity was born. Oh, is that how that happened? <laughs> in that locker room during those conversations that I had no business being in, but it was the boys' locker room, and I was very interested. Just kidding. <laughs> you it. don't think I'm funny tonight. I think I'm hilarious. I think you're a riot. I was just kind of looking at the clock and going, shit, we talked about periods for an hour. Oh, you just got me going. I know. I'm just kidding. I just pulled your string, and off you went. Yeah, I'm going to ignore that one like you did got my, jokes. my rare joke. The rare joke was not ignored. It was funny. Yeah. I'm still laughing. On the inside? On all Quietly. the places we don't talk about at parties. Well, we just talked about my places. And you have some beautiful places. But we are going to go away from this conversation and come back with something that's a lot more delicious. Yeah. And also goes well with a nice rare steak. We're going to talk about whiskey of the month. <laughs> A little scared of where that was going. Yeah, you knew where so, I was headed. Anyways, with that. but yeah. we will do the whole where to find us at the end of the episode. We're just going to get away from this slightly touchy, slightly vampiric conversation and get on with whiskey of the month in just a minute. How's it sound, Mel? I like it. Like that idea? We need more whiskey in this house. Anyway. Yes, we do. All right, back in a flash. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. back this is casual swinger and get ready for whiskey of the month Ooh, whiskey candy is dandy but whiskey makes you frisky that's right it's whiskey of the month time here at casual swinger it's the april whiskey of the month Mm. and you know i'll say before we tell you which one this is this month you know I like the whiskeys that we present to you guys, but we present very different options to you. And just a reminder to you what we present to you. We present to you whiskeys that you can find just about anywhere in this country for under 50 bucks. Yes. And that's not easy. You know, sometimes these whiskeys are going to be sourced. Sometimes they're going to be maybe an intro or a starter whiskey. Or regionalized. Or regionalized. And in these cases... It may not be a whiskey that if you're a whiskey lover or a whiskey aficionado or somebody that drinks $500 a bottle of whiskey, you may not like it. And that's okay because these are for people to get to know whiskey and to get in at a price point and maybe get behind a brand that they really believe in. And that's what this month is all about. Mallory, do you want to tell everybody what the Whiskey of the Month for April 2022 is? I'm a, I have uh, a particular favor to this whiskey because not only the story, it is a great whiskey. Um, but the story is very, very special as well. And, and that's something I love about doing this Whiskey of the Month is the, the behind-the-curtain conversation. Um, so Whiskey uh, of the Month for April is going to be Horse Soldier. Horse Soldier Whiskey. That's right. Horse Soldier is a storied whiskey, and not because of the longevity of the brand. 
right? The brand has actually not been around all that long. No, it's fairly young. Um, and the, the first part of the story, do you mind if I lead with that a little bit? Not at all, but I just want to remind people that normally we pick one expression from a brand. Mm -hmm. And while that's certainly the case here, we're going to throw an honorable mention out while we're at it. But let's go ahead and tell the truly extraordinary story of this uniquely American whiskey. Yeah, I, I, I love the research you do on this, by the way. It's one of my favorite parts in the conversation. <laughs> so um, the story behind Horse Soldier is days after the events of September 11th, 2001, a small U.S. Army Special Forces unit answered their nation's call to defend it. They found themselves riding horseback in a Green Beret insertion in northern Afghanistan to fight the Taliban. With the support of these brave men, the Northern Alliance successfully overthrew Mazar e Sharif, Sharif, yeah. Sharif, a Taliban stronghold. These incredibly patriotic men were given the nickname the Horse Soldiers and were honored with the American. America's Response Monument at Ground Zero, New York, in 2011. They were also the subject of a 2018 movie, 12 Strong, and a book, The Horse Soldiers, in 2010. Those four ex-Green Berets later came together to create the 16,000-square-foot American Freedom Distillery here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm -hmm. That distillery is where they distilled their Wrecker rum and now their Horse Soldier Whiskey. Of course, that Horse, horse Soldier Whiskey is also distilled in Ohio, but they distill it here in Florida as well, along with serving patrons from around Florida and around the world at their Urban Still House, which is a bar and restaurant surrounding this amazing distillery. Yeah, I'm going to pause you there for a moment. We've had the pleasure of, of partaking in libations and food there. At the we Urban took a bunch Summer. of lifestyle friends We've there. had a friend that threw an epic birthday bash for a friend down there. there was birthday bash. The, the, it was absolutely incredible. If you're in the Tampa Bay area and want to visit St. Pete, there's many wonderful mm. things about that town that most folks will jo enjoy lifestyle or not. Please make it a point to go to the Urban Still House. Yeah. I, you know, the party that our friend threw, we call him the Reverend. The party that the Reverend threw is probably a party that will never be replicated. No. He's he's an epic party planner. He is. On top of, and an eye for detail as well. And there are listeners that were at that party. So they know exactly what we're talking about. That party at Urban Stillhouse was a legendary shit down, throw down, hoot, hoot nanny, great times. And it was a 20s era kind of throwback. Yeah. So super cool. And we actually got to go with some lifestyle friends to Urban Stillhouse and see what these guys have created. And guys, what a top shelf operation. It really is. I mean, wow. Yeah, we were afforded a room that had the um, doors on the rails and the sliders. Oh, yeah. So we had privacy um, amongst, you know, the, the hustle and bustle. But even on the main floor in the dining area and at the bar, like it wasn't an obnoxious hustle. It was actually very invigorating, great energy, great layout, great product. Just a great place to go visit, even if it's only for a cocktail, just go. Yeah, check, check out, out the Still House. It's a, it's a good place to go in St. Pete. Now, another thing about Horse Soldier Whiskey, and this is one of my favorite things about mm -hmm. this story, Amen. is that a portion of the proceeds from every bottle you buy goes toward maintaining America's Response Monument in New York City. I love that. That is huge. So let's talk about some details on this whiskey. Mallory? 
Yeah. So let's talk about their straight bourbon whiskey. And that one starts at $39 retail. It's cheap. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an 87 proof, so it's not, you know, an overproof um, bourbon if you don't like it super hot. Um, it's aged a minimum of two years. So, it, again, super young. Um, this is a little more clear with a copper to sepia hue. Uh, medium viscosity. It's got uh, well-defined uh, rivulets that down the side of the, the tasting glass. So um, that means when you tip it or sip it that you can see the, the trails. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's got a different set of aromas. Um, I guess you could call it a carnival. Um, cotton candy, buttered toffee, and popcorn uh, mixed with the Milan Mean Heater, the most prolific um uh, sense that you'll you'll get on the nose. Yeah. So and it with does those have younger a... whiskeys. You can get a little. Uh, it, it almost tastes like metal, almost. Yeah. Because and and that's common in younger whiskeys, guys. So if you if you get that from it, uh, uh, one of my recommendations is once you've cracked it and left it open, let it sit for a bit. Well, kind of like you would open a bottle of red wine and let it breathe. Yeah. That's something we recommend. With, I don't know that we've ever actually mentioned it before, especially with bourbons. No, we haven't. Young bourbons, let them breathe a little bit. And I let them breathe in my um, glass. Yeah, and that'll get a little of that metal slash chemical aftertaste what is that? out of it. Yeah, what is that shape of this? the testing sipping glass? It was like Glen Villet. How do, how do you see that? We can put it in the show notes. <sighs> yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. I got I got you a set for Christmas this I year. I love them. Yeah. Glen Karen? Glen Karen? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Glen yeah. Karen. Okay. Yeah, I have a set. They're amazing. But... No, uh, and Livid, I think, is a scotch. You know, the palate on this one is a little sweet, actually, but balanced. A little pepper, a little vanilla, a little cocoa butter. And just, it's kind of a soft finish with kind of hints of almost baking spices. It's, it's, and again, by the way, every tongue is different, every nose is different, and whatever you taste, Whatever right. you smell, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're 100% right. That's what it is. These are just like the, the common themes of reviews from this bourbon. Um, for me, I actually smell a little more spicier. Yeah. Um, like like the cardamom, the cinnamon, like stuff of that creed where I can identify. And I like that. Um, I actually prefer sometimes a younger bourbon because of those notes that I get. And I like them a little warmer. I like them a little hotter. I, I think I this think you're spot good, on. This is a good intro because it's not overproof, so it's not super hot. Well, exactly. And we did this last month with Elijah Craig's with Elijah Craig's small batch, which is another thirty nine dollar bourbon. And frankly, I like Elijah Craig better personally. That's a that's definitely one of your staples. It is, mm-hmm. and but that doesn't mean that I don't love Horse Soldier. I think Horse Soldier because of their story and because of their motivations and because of who these four men are that started this distillery. And by the way, four of those horse soldiers, four of those men are the people that started this distillery, the Urban Stillhouse, all these great things. What I'd like you guys to consider, while this is a good gateway bourbon and to some of the more complex and higher end offerings out there, right? Because, I mean, even Elijah Craig, I mean, you can step up to their 18 year and get, you know, an amazing expression, but it's gonna cost you 300 bucks. You know, this is a $39 whiskey, and a $39 whiskey is going to be a gateway to other expressions. So while it's not maybe not going to blow you away, especially if you're an experienced drinker, I want you to consider the kind of men you're supporting. This whiskey belongs in your bar, folks, yeah. because these kinds of people deserve your support. I agree. And if you are a young bourbon drinker, like I put this well and above, um, was it Hudson? Baby Hudson. Oh, Baby Hudson. I, I don't like that at all. That's one that you've enjoyed from time to time. I've enjoyed, and I would put this, you know, a few levels above that. 
Yeah. At thirty nine dollars, I think it's a it's a bargain for the complexity and the quality. Yeah. I would put the water in a portage on above baby Hudson. <laughs> yeah, you me. did not like Hudson. That's a that's a hot like tamale. Hot like tamale. But that said, one more thing I want to throw out here for you guys, and this is just a note for me to you. Consider jumping up to the small batch, the horse soldier small batch, for a little more complex flavor, a little more butterscotch, a little more caramel just a higher end taste and feel throughout the whiskey. It that, does have a sweeter note, which I think you have an appreciation for because you're a rye guy. Yeah, I like the spice and the sweetness. But at $56.99 for the small batch, it doesn't make it eligible for our whiskey of the month. No. But for an extra couple of bucks, it's a far better bottle. And I think you'll get the support that you're looking for to support these great people, these horse soldiers who started this brand, started this distillery, and are doing this amazing work both in Ohio and here in Florida, and also down in Kentucky. Uh, or is it Tennessee? I got to go back and look. But uh, I just think that it's worth it to support them. And if you want a little better experience, spend the extra couple bucks. But I don't think you're going to be unhappy if you buy the $39 bottle. Now, I, I, if you're a bourbon drinker and, and enjoy the palates that you know are similar palates to me, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. So that is Whiskey of the Month, and this has been one Ta-da! very strange episode of Casual Swinger. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys, but not really. Uh, you know what? At least we I didn't get into do like, like the application of like the mitigation tools like the Diva Cup. Like I almost like sat there really and was like, I'll, I'll teach you how to put this thing in. Well, and for me, like, I know that we got, you know, we had a couple of heavy episodes, like episode after episode, and I really just thought... Ha, if, heavy, pun intended. I see what you did there. I really felt like if I had to make fart, like, fart noises with my armpit in the microphone just to keep it silly this time, I would have, and I think we achieved that, so... Yeah, thanks for not doing that. I, had, I can't make fart noises with my armpit because I'm, you know, all manly and hairy there. Yeah. Very manly. Mm-hmm. You want to tell everybody how to find us before I talk about my armpit hair some more? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. We are Casual Swinger everywhere. <laughs> you can send us a message, podcast at casualswinger.com. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And we have uh, our profile on dating sites. I mean, feel free to check us out there. Double Date Nation, Cassidy, SLS, and SDC. Are you having a good time? I'm just I'm getting a little tongue-tied. There it is. Folks, this has been The Red Zone, and you've been listening to Casual Swinger. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.